Hi, I'm Ellen Newhouse, and welcome to Heart and Soul. Are you ready to live a soulfully inspired life? If you are ready to dive deep, get seriously honest with yourself, and learn to trust your deep wisdom, then this is the place for you. I'll be sharing unfiltered stories from my own life and those of many other courageous, creative entrepreneurs and transformational leaders who have dug deep inside themselves to heal, honor their amazing wisdom, and dare to take inspired action. No more sitting by the sidelines wishing for a more satisfying life. It's time for you to become the person you have always dreamed of being. Have a career and a life you love. Join us each week to be spiritually uplifted and inspired into action. And oh yes, I'll be giving you homework to get you moving closer to your dreams. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. I'm your host, Ellen Newhouse, and today I am so excited to have this conversation. I have been waiting a few weeks for it, and I'm having it with Jennifer Eby, who is the founding partner of Mark Tech 2 Inc., a manufacturer's representative business in the hardware technology market. I am so glad I got through that sentence because <laughs> I have been nervous. I'm like, oh my God, that's a mouthful. She loves meeting people and being an authentic connector between the solution and the person or company needing it. In 2015, Jennifer was presented with some severe big health challenges and realized that monumental changes needed to happen in her life. On her healing journey, she found that her lifelong battle with enoughness needed attention and that her physical healing occurred with her emotional healing. Jennifer now has a daily meditation and gratitude practice and she has become a certified Reiki master. She loves managing her growing technology business with integrity and authenticity while utilizing her intuition. Jennifer's passion is to expand and share her gifts with other leaders and overachievers to help them find balance and inner freedom as well. Good afternoon, my friend. It is so nice to have you here. I am so excited about our conversation. (laughs) And it's going to be interesting because your introduction, it would sound like maybe we're going to talk about technology. And in a way, I think it's going to be an unusual conversation. Maybe we'll use technology in some way. But what we're really going to be talking about today is about finding your love partner. Mm -hmm. So... I am curious, how long have you been in pursuit of finding your true love partner? I think at this point, I've kind of given up. (laughs) 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 No, so I, you know, I was, um, my son is 26 and I left his dad when he was six months old. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been in relationships since then, Mm -hmm. but just nobody that's really spoke to 
my soul or that I've mm-hmm. fully ever been able to give myself to without some sort of reservation. So I guess right now I think of um, a relationship as like, I just want him to show up. I want him to knock on my door and I just <laughs> want him to be here, but I don't want to go on to the dating apps because I think dating online for me, I mm-hmm. feel like dating online after 50 is a very different ball game than when you do it when you're 30 or even 40. Oh, interesting. So for all of you who are listening, I want to say something about this. So the reason Jennifer and I are having this conversation is because I posted online that I would share my formula for finding your most amazing soul, true husband, I guess is how I'd really want to put it. And Jennifer said, I would like to have that conversation. And I said, awesome, let's do it as a podcast. And the reason why I really wanted to do it is because so many women say the same thing to me. And I said exactly what you're saying, which is, Mm -hmm. yeah, I want him to show up. And really what I was saying then was, okay, wait, guys. And this is really to my other girlfriends. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. I live at, at home. I work at home. I don't go very far until I go to the airport. And at the airport, I meet all sorts of wonderful men, but they don't live here. And so they would all laugh. And I'd say, so I don't know how he's going to show up because I tried online dating and it was Mm -hmm. a disaster. Absolute absolute disaster for me. So I get that you don't want to do the online dating. So today we're going to talk about how to use this formula because I have shared this formula with so many women and with so many of my patients and the results are been truly amazing. But the first thing I want to ask is I'm going to ask you something that when I was sitting where you're sitting, I hired a a male therapist because I had never hired a male therapist and I decided I needed a male's perspective. And he said to me, so what seems to be the problem? And I said, you know, the problem is, is that all I attract is unavailable men. And he said to me, hmm, interesting. So do you think you're available? And I was like, absolutely. Like, absolutely, without a doubt. So my curiosity is this. So you said you just want him to show up. And so I'm curious do you think you're ready to show up for a man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really great question. It's a really awesome, great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that um, there's part of me that is, and there's another part of me that is terrified that I will lose myself in a relationship, the wrong relationship again, mm-hmm. and that I will like lose all of the work that I've done to like make myself whole again. Yeah. And so that a terrifying fear for me that if I get involved in a relationship that I will completely lose myself again. So saying that the other part of me is fully available, but that part of me, that <laughs> little tiny piece of me is still like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so let's for- up again. Yeah. So you're not alone. I mean, I no. was exactly where you are and I was really like, you're much nicer because when that therapist asked me that question, I was like, excuse me, I have done, do you know how much work I have done? And I gave him the whole entire resume, right? And so for people who are listening, I want you to ask yourself that question. Whatever 
you find yourself saying about men, like for me, all I do is attract unavailable men. In Jennifer's case, she is saying, yeah, I'm ready, but there's a small part of me that's still a little scared, maybe horrified, maybe even terrified. So I want you to look at what you say about the men that you attract or don't attract. And I want you to ask yourself, is that a part of you? So that's the first step in the formula is to really look at the part of you that is terrified to show up, right? And to really begin to work with that part and reassure her, because I can tell you right here, right now, that all the work you have done absolutely will not be dissolved. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to be challenged? Absolutely. Sure. I mean, because I think that's why we get into relationships these days. You know, we don't need to be supported by a man. You know, we don't really need to be in relationship other than that we all want to grow. And I find being in relationship the best tool for self-growth. It's like, you, you know, you want to grow? Here it is. You know, yeah, right. I'll help you. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, I remember when I first met my husband, he said to me in a truly inopportune moment. So I'll let you figure out what that was. He said to me, you know, I don't think I want to be in relationship with you. I was like, excuse me? Um, I don't think this is the moment to tell me that. Oh. And I said, uh, so why is that? And he said, this was priceless. And I think it's so perfect. He said, you know, Ellen, when I am alone, I am a much nicer person. Mm, I'm processing that. <laughs> and so here's what it means. And I think it's so right. Is that when we're living alone, nobody is there to push our yeah. buttons, right? And we can be the most lovely human being. You know, we can show up. I mean, because our friends are never going to trigger us the way a significant other will trigger us. So we appear, maybe we even appear more grown than than we are on certain levels. You know, I mean, there is nothing like a healthy, good relationship to make us act out like absolute children, right? Right. I mean, because you wouldn't risk that with a girlfriend. You really wouldn't. Even a male friend who's just a friend. There's a certain moray in our friendships that we definitely don't go beyond. We know mm, even our bestest, bestest friends, we wouldn't play out the things we would play out in an intimate relationship. Interesting. Yeah, most of the time. So- I think you're right to know that you will be challenged for sure. So the first step you've already done, you've identified the fear, right? It's like, oh gosh, I'm scared. Okay, good. So that's the first step. So for those of you who are following along and who are listening, I want you to identify what's the first step. And now often the first step will come as a negative, like, all I attract are men who are shallow or men who 
aren't deep or men who are only interested in TNA and booty calls. So, you know, there will be a statement usually. Um, yeah. Jennifer happened to be a little bit more advanced. She knew. And when she said, I just want them to show up, you know. And so that's how we got to Jennifer's first piece. Okay, so that's the first piece. Now, the next part of the equation of the secret sauce is to begin to do the work. So for you, you would begin to do the work on that, maybe a younger version of yourself who's afraid, you know, almost like imagining that she's like a younger version of Jennifer. You know, she's not the grown, you know, very advanced, very successful Jennifer. She may be a younger version of you. Maybe she's in her mid-20s, you know. And we might also find as we do this work that there could be young version of us, right? Like I'm working with a woman right now who just discovered today, just today, in her session that she only attracts one side of her father who was an alcoholic, an active alcoholic in her childhood. He's no longer an active alcoholic, but all she attracts is the active alcoholic. And the reason for this is that our ego wants to grow and we want to heal. So you may look at your early 20-something, but you may also look back in your life and ask yourself, were there significant people in my life who didn't show up for me? Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so if that's true, then you want to re-educate that part of your child because what we do as children is we make up stories. And always it's about us, right? No matter what's happening in our families, it's always ultimately about us. Our daddy leaves. Oh my God. If only I were a better little girl, my daddy wouldn't have left. Right. And then what we do is we play that story out over and over and over again. And what I have witnessed in doing this work is that we will attract the same person just in different colors, different formations. The men will all look different. You know, so often I hear, oh, Ellen, this one is so different. And I'm thinking to myself, "Mm, no, you know, because, (laughs) you know, what's the common denominator? Us. Yes. And so we do the work. Exactly. That's how we do the work. Yeah. That's how we do it. Yeah. So, you know, right now that there's a part of you who is scared to get involved in relationship, right? And so for you, the work is really working with that little one to assure her, you know what, even though people might not have shown up when we were younger, here are the reasons why. And now, even if nobody ever, ever showed up for you, I, Jennifer, the adult, is going to show up for you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got step one, and now you have step two. Now here comes the fun part. Okay. Step three, and I love this step. Step three is I want you, and for everyone who's listening, I want you to write down all the qualities that you want in a man. Then I want you to get it down to your top 
five. Hmm. I haven't heard that before. Okay. All right. And then from your top five, you only get one quality. Oh, that's not fair. I know, right? <laughs> She's like, like, I like 30, like 30 people along, right? <laughs> right. So here's what that amazing therapist shared with me, and I'll share it with you. He said, because I was like, I mean, this will tell you where I was at. I was like, oh, oh Bart, listen, what if I get that one quality, but he's really, really ugly? And he <laughs> assured me, he said, listen. Girl, if you stick with your one quality, he will have everything. And I cannot tell you, not only in my own experience, but all the women I have worked with over the last 20 years, it has happened. Because so many women say the same thing to me. And I'm like, I repeat what he said, girl, it will happen. So my one quality, if you met my husband, you could see it immediately, was kindness. He is the kindest man I have ever met. I mean, he just reeks kindness. His eyes are kind. His soul is kind. And I wasn't attracted to him when I first met him. Oh, goodness. But you know, the truth is, is that he wasn't attracted to me either. I mean, we had funny, we have very funny stories about it because he wasn't the clink. You know, we all have a clink, like our tie that we want. He wasn't yeah. it. And thank God he wasn't it because he represented the new man, right? The healthy version of the man that I wanted. So Not the crazy. Not the crazy man. Exactly. Which we've all done well in our past, right? We've done crazy. Right? We know crazy. Unavailable or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. Right. We know uh-huh. crazy. So uh-huh. right now, just... In this moment, Spur, though, because you haven't had any time to think about it, do you have any idea what your number one quality would be? Um, you know, the word that just pops in, in in my head, you know, just it's my words the last few months is compassion, yeah. right? So I think that, you know, the world needs more compassion and heart and caring and soul. And so um, I think compassion and empathetic, I guess they kind of all go together, but compassionate yeah. person, right? Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So now you have your one quality. Now, I want you to trust that he will come in a package that you find just amazing. Mm-hmm. He will be, if you just focus on a compassionate, empathetic man, you'll be shocked when he arrives. He may not look like all the crazies that you've dated. Right, right. No, he may not look you like that. Right, which right. you're used to. But. When this man shows up, I want, if he's compassionate and empathetic, I want you to trust to risk going out on a date with him. Okay. Will you do that? Okay. okay. Yeah. And I want you to risk five dates because oh, here's, yes, five <laughs> dates. And I'll tell you why, because okay. here's what I found out when I finally met Jim is that we have associations in our brain with what we want. And often it comes from a wounded place. Uh, the wounded child. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so we have to give our brain time to assimilate all the new information. And sometimes it could take up to five dates. 
Now with Jim and I, it took one date and I was sold because he made me laugh so hard over dinner. I thought, oh my God, anybody who could make me laugh this much, I want to go on another date. You know, I mean, for me, it's like, if you can get me laughing, mm-hmm. I'm yours, you know? And now he uses it because he can get out of trouble all the time just by making me laugh. Okay. So five days. Good. Yes. Okay. It's really good. Okay. So okay. the next thing is I want you every day to wake up and before you open your eyes, I want you to imagine that amazing, compassionate man next to you. And I just want you to like imagine that for just a few moments Allow it to sink into your body. Then, as you you know, go about your day, I want you to imagine him calling you throughout the day and sharing your day with you. Then, now, <laughs> you're probably not driving home. Are you driving home from work? Do you go anywhere to go? Not often. No, I, I, I go see people once in a while, but I'm usually right here. Okay. So, okay. So now, now that you're not driving someplace, I want you to just imagine, like, let's say it's four o'clock. I want you to imagine that for dinner, he's coming over and I want you to think about what are you going to make? Are you going to cook together? Is he making some stuff? And I want you to imagine it so much so that, excuse me, it begins to feel real. So I'm going to do a little exercise with you right now. So you can see what it feels like. So close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to imagine that I have a lemon in my hand and I'm cutting it. And the juices are just, it's so ripe. The juices are just shooting out of it and you can smell the lemon. And now I'm cutting another slice. And now I'm handing you that slice of lemon and you Put it in your mouth and I want you to imagine it in your mouth. It's very tart and smelling it. And just imagine for a moment what that feels like. And now when you're ready, you can open your eyes. It's hard not to um, go through that without wanting to pucker up your face. Exactly. Okay. So exactly. So what you experienced was a tart, a very tart experience, right? But here's the thing. Was that lemon real? No, of course not. So here's my point. The man is as real as that lemon. The lemon didn't exist, but you wanted to pucker up. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how much envisioning I want you to do to get to the point where you feel that he is going to walk through that door. Okay. So you have to be envisioning it like at least three to five times a day for a few minutes. And remember, wherever we put our attention, it grows. So most of us women put our attention on No man, no man, no man, no man. They don't exist, right? Oh, look at you're even swallowing because (laughs) I I heard that lemon got you salivated. That's so funny. Yeah, right. Real that is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we can make the man as real as that lemon. 
Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to do it three to five times. Now, the great thing is, oh my God, this is the part I loved when I was doing this. As you get into bed at night, I want you, as you crawl into bed, I want you to imagine he's there and he holds you exactly the way you want to be held. And he whispers in your ear exactly the words you have been waiting 56 Uh years. You've been waiting for those exact words and he knows them. And then I want you to feel in your body and drift off to sleep. That's beautiful. I love that. I mean, I used to go to sleep like in a nanosecond. And I have to tell you, when my husband holds me at night as we drift up to sleep, it's exactly as I imagined it. Like it's unbelievable to me. The feeling is exactly what I imagined it to be. Thank you for that advice because I I really have not heard that before or it's, felt, right? It's a, it's yeah. a feeling, it's a knowing, it's, it's an energy, right? It's yeah. And feeling. I mean, just think about what you're doing. I mean, you're a Reiki practitioner. Mm-hmm. You're basically raking mm-hmm. this uh-huh. issue, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's basically what you're doing is you're using energy for good. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Now I want to know, because I, I don't have listeners to, to ask yeah. the questions. So is this clear? Is it clear how to do it? Yeah, it's really good. And, you know, I have to add one thing that's interesting, which might be in alignment with some of your other listener, your listeners too, is yeah. that one of the things that I have always, I created this reality for myself. And I know it is that I said, I always make more money than a man. Men are oh, always wow. insecure with the fact that I make more money. Oh, how do you like that? Oh, oh, I mean, but look at how awesome that is, is that you have the awareness of the story you've been telling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, of course, then I end up paying the bills or whatever, because, of course, that's the reality that I had created. Exactly. So like, ding, 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 wake up. A note to self. Okay, so what's the new story that you want to create? Well, um, the new story that I have in my brain, my mind, is that, I am attracting a man that is my equal and he is fully abundant, you know, financially free, spiritual. And, you know, so it's, it's different, but I didn't know that before. Right. I didn't realize that I created that for myself. Right. I mean, and that's the whole point is that we, we have blinders. We all have them. I mean, I remember when Bart Paff, who is now since passed, I love this man so much. When he looked at me straight in the eyes and he said, do you think you're available? And I was like, of course I am. Like, hello. And oh, my goodness. I mean, it took me months. Actually, it took me a year to realize that I wasn't available. Yeah. You know, and when it's interesting, because in the beginning, my husband didn't want to be in a relationship when he finally was in like energetically, I could feel it. He didn't have to say a word. I called a friend of mine. and I was like, I got to go. And she was like, Ellen, no. And I was so scared because as long as he was unavailable, I could be available. The moment he became available, it basically 
it showed up my unavailability. Yes. You know? So I think we all have these stories going, both men and women. We all have stories because we all have had wounding. Uh-huh. And so it's really easy to get a story going and then we hold to it and then we can't imagine why our lives aren't working the way we want them to, right? Yes. 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 As you just said, you, you created this reality. But what's so beautiful about you, Jennifer, is that you have the awareness to see the story you created. And what's also awesome is that you have the awareness not to judge what you've become aware of. Right. That's the big step. Oh my God. It's such a big step because the first thing that we tend to do when we get awareness is we judge it. It's like, oh my God, how could I have said that? Right. Oh yeah. So thank you for modeling how to be compassionate with yourself Mm -hmm. As we see, you know, some things about ourselves that may be less helpful. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's work. It's, Being aware. Isn't it? Being open. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a daily yeah. practice as you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's fascinating, actually, because I know a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I do a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza type meditations. And so, you yeah. know, that. The, the feel it until you know it um you put the energy and you create the reality and you bring it to you kind of thing right. right and so i know the whole story i know that whole thing but i've never applied it or never actually done it in this space before mm. so it's fascinating i mean it really is to to look at it from a completely different different angle of my life yeah well thank you so much thank you we're being willing to go through this exercise for not only for yourself, but also for listeners, because I don't, you know, have people who can then ask the questions and, and make the connection. Yeah. So you yeah. have been such a joy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And for all of you who are listening, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on the Heart and Soul podcast. It's such a joy for me to be with you. I know firsthand how much easier it is to rise when you have community to laugh with, shed a few tears with, and be inspired by. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, go subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, please contact me directly at ellennewhouse.com. And while you're there, grab the special resources I have created for you to begin to take inspired action in your own life. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.